Hey everybody, this is Julie Kerr, writer and director of the indie nerdy comedy Geek Loves Punk. And um, yeah, it's like a Friday night, it's kind of late, and the heater's going, so you might hear some pops, because <laughs> the heater I think is from the 1930s or 40s. It works, but it makes a lot of popping sounds. Okay, um, yeah, so uh, this, pod- uh, this podcast, I'm going to call this like a love letter to the LGBTQ community. And since I'm LGBTQ, I'm pretty much gay. Um, and so uh, I'm, I'm probably going to make a YouTube video as well. Um, so, but I, I, I wanted to do this, um, this episode because uh, I have notes here. I made a YouTube video maybe a year or two ago, and it was how it was giving advice on basically my whole social media presence overall. I'm trying to do like personal development is what I would call it, Um, because personal development, it's the fancy new word for self-help. But personal development like saved my life like legit. So that's why I'm um, advocating for it, I guess. Or that's that's the route I want to go on my on my social media. Okay. <clears throat> right. Okay. So, uh, I think a year or two ago, it's one of my more popular YouTube videos. It's got, I think about 200 views. I talked about like how to know if you're like gay or bisexual or pansexual, like basically how to know if you have desire towards people of the same gender as you, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, yeah, it's gotten 200 views. That's a lot for me because I'm, like, a new, I'm a newbie, so, you know. And even on my podcast episodes, I've seen that that's one of my top podcast episodes, too. So it's a topic, like, basically it's, like, how do you know, you know, if you're gay or bisexual, that kind of thing. And I just give advice on how I knew. Excuse me. For some reason, I'm, like, I'm suppressing... I am suppressing belches. I don't know why I'm belching. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, so there's one thing I wanted to address though, because I think in that video, I, I think I'm nice in that video for sure. Like, but I think I talked about how I might have referenced the cartoon Eeyore and, um, uh, you know, I guess I wanted to explain where I was coming from. That I think I was like really championing joy and optimism and hope. And that's definitely my mantra type of thing, um, but uh, I also want to. I also wanted to. Uh, I do want LGBTQ people to be happy, to feel joy, to feel hopeful, to feel optimistic, and and I, I you know, like I said, I'm pretty much gay, and I had a girlfriend. We were in love, blah blah. blah I go on dates with women. Right now, I'm happily single. I you know, I definitely would love to go. <laughs> on a date with a certain someone i think she knows who she is i think i think she knows who she is anyway uh okay uh i have nothing but love and joy and goodness towards everybody everything's awesome okay um but i wanted to address something so it's like i'm not i don't want to like pressure lgbtq plus people into like i don't want to peer pressure lgbtq people into I guess there's a term called toxic positivity and um, I don't like that term. I don't think positivity is toxic, but um, anyway, but uh, yeah, uh, sorry, I tried to get to my point. Okay. Um, the first thing I wanted to say to LGBTQ people, like, like, of course it's okay to be sad. 
of course it's okay to be angry, but I also want to say it's okay to feel joyful and hopeful and that kind of thing. Um, and I also want to be, I've dealt with depression my entire life and in a way I feel, and I'm 40 years old, that's my age, born in 1982, and in a way, um, I'll be... I know a part of me, the reason why I have to take my depression seriously is like, I know every morning when I wake up, uh, depression might be there. So, but I've never been diagnosed with depression. I do want to say that, but still. So anyway, I know every day I wake up and you know, when, when my sadness, when I feel sad, I feel really sad and it's, it doesn't feel good. It's painful. You know what I mean? So, um, and I have childhood trauma and blah, blah, blah. So for sure, I deal with sadness and anger. For sure, I know it's tough to be LGBTQ, like totally. Um, I forgot to give updates. Okay, so, but uh, you know what I'll do? I'm kind of, I'm in the middle of the, the the meat and potatoes of the podcast. So let me go with the meat, meat and potatoes and I'll do my updates later. Just life updates. Okay. Okay, so, so I was watching. So, so here's a couple of things I want to say. When I made that video, um, I don't want to punch down. I don't want to be negative. I don't want to throw shade, anything like that. I just want to explain where I was coming from. So uh, I'm not going to say the name of the church, but I discovered personal development while I was going to a church that was bad for my mental health. Now, here's the thing. The church was gay affirming. So that's great. So and I've made tons of podcasts about this, too, like videos, blah, 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 that um, I just happen to be an LGBTQ person who goes, I don't know, I believe that God loves me, blah, 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 I go to church, blah, blah, you can Google that, and it's a thing, and I'm super supportive of all positive expressions of religion and spirituality, like, uh, my, my sister converted to Judaism, she's very happy, um, you know, a couple, you know, I've had friends who grew up Hindu, Buddhist, um, Buddhism, I have two Hindu goddesses on my bookshelf, uh, that my, I was asking my friend, uh, who grew up traditional Hindu and sorry if I'm saying it wrong, but she was like, yeah, you should check out these two goddesses. And I did, I was like, oh, they're really cool. So I have them up on my bookshelf. Um, anyway, okay. And there's like a really cool Buddhist goddess. Okay. But I'm super friendly to all religions and spirituality. I'm also LGBTQ friendly cause I'm gay, blah, blah, blah. Okay. The reason why I made that video and I was really hot harping on LGBTQ people being optimistic and joyful, and I'm not trying to like peer pressure LGBTQ people into being happy or or forcing happiness. Um, but the reason I said that is because at the time, um, I was I I was going to a church that was bad for my mental health because bear with me. But by the way, this podcast is not for kids. Uh, I just want to say this. I don't, my, none of my stuff is for, it's not for people 25 and younger. It just isn't. Not that I'm going to say anything bad, but still stick with me. I just want to say that this is all my social media stuff is for adults. Okay. The reason why I found this church to be bad for my mental health, because in a way, I don't think they did it on purpose. I think their hearts were in the right place, but I feel like they fetishized sadness in a way that made me feel really uncomfortable. Because I think, I think at the end of the day, on in some ways, the church was just a support group for really, really, really depressed people. And I want to say this. I'm extremely empathetic to the their depression and sadness. 
but it, I I would like I I guess what I want to say is I when I listen to gospel music or when I pray or whatever. Oh right, or, or I have friends who do tarot cards. I've done tarot cards too, if I'm saying that right. But anyway, I'm all positive expressions of religion, spirituality, and positive expressions of sexuality. I support all those. Okay, <laughs> okay. Back to my point. Yeah, so the church kind of like fetishized sadness in a way that made me feel really uncomfortable because basically, like, I know life is hard. I know life is tough. Like I, like I said, childhood um, trauma, abusive father, um, all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? Like I haven't told all my stuff or all the stuff I've seen. You know what I mean? So... I know life is tough. I know there's evil in the world. I know, you know, and I, I dealt with depression, like, and it's painful. Also, I was really angry in my teenage years, in my 20s. I, I remember praying very angry prayers to God. I was so angry at God for so many reasons, right? And when I was a teenager, um, I'm not condoning this trigger warning, but I would just pray to God to like end it. I was like, please just kill me. Please just kill me. I didn't believe in suicide, but I wanted, um, and I don't want to be insensitive to anyone dealing with terminal illness, but I was, I just felt so, 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 um, angry and sad and lonely. I, I cried a lot when I was a teenager in my twenties. Uh, I, I drank a lot of alcohol in my thirties. Okay. So, I know life is hard. Like, I mean, oh, right. This is not for kids. I'm about to curse. For fuck's sake, I know life is hard. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. I've been alive for 40 years. I know life Life is a bitch sometimes, okay? So I know that. I know that, okay? But what bothered me, like, I, I listen to gospel music or for me, you know, for me, if I go to church, like, I'm going there to feel better, not worse, so, like, when when I listen to sermons or something like that, I want someone to tell me, yo, life is hard, but everything's going to be okay. That's what I want to hear. Or I want to hear, like, God's going to take care of you. And there's so many ways where God has taken care of me. So, in so many ways, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, or, yeah, like, you know, from 12, from ages 12 to 19, I prayed, I tried to pray away the gay for me or my attraction to women. And God was like, no, 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 you're going to want to stay gay. And then, you know, I ended up falling in love with my girlfriend and it didn't work out. We broke up, blah, blah, blah. And then one of my favorite stories is one of my favorite cover bands. Like the first time I saw the lead singer, uh, she walked on stage. I was like, hallelujah. (laughs) I was like, good God. Okay. Man, she's beautiful. Okay. So, (laughs) oh my God. Okay. Woo. Okay. So, like, I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, moving on. So, um, for sure, like, what was my point on that one? Um, uh, oh, oh, okay, uh, church, the, okay, whatever. Uh, okay, so, yeah, I go, to, I go to church to feel better, basically. I don't want to go to church and I feel worse. So, I'd be having, like, a really good day. Or whatever, I'd feel happy, and then I'd go to this church, and it was so macabre, it was so maudlin, it was so, um, it, 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 it just feel, it felt like a circle jerk on sadness, in a way that I was like, what is up with this church? <laughs> and I guess it's like, why did I go? I went because 
they had free coffee and I went because it was close. It, it was close for me to walk by, walk to. And I, I was just in the in the habit of going to church. And then also the because it was LGBTQ affirming and it was a lot of like sort of young adults, you know, at this page, I don't know what you'd call me because I'm 40, but it was sort of young adults and they were single. So I was like, well, maybe I can meet someone to date. And and also, like, I love the LGBTQ community with all my heart. I'm a part of the community. So there's aspects to the LGBTQ community that can be a hot mess. And I, I love the LGBT. I am a part of the LGBTQ community. So I, I, I think I was a little burnt out on the hot messiness of the certain aspects of the LGBTQ community. And again, I cannot stress enough. I love the LGBTQ community with all my heart. I'm going to title this podcast. This is a love letter to lesbians, gays, bisexuals, trans, queers, pansexuals, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, okay, so this is a love letter. So um, I love that community, but I guess I was a little burnt out. I don't know. So then I ended up at this, I call it church for sad people, but and that's okay. Like I say that with empathy, I really do. But 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 the psychology the psychology of this church made me feel uncomfortable. Um, uh, I don't even explain it because it's just like I do think joy and optimism and hope are really important um, in spirituality and, and healthy expressions of sexuality, right? So I think those are really important, and I really want to advocate for those things. Like Martin Luther King Jr. was an optimist, you know what I'm saying? So like. And believed in hope, right? So Barack Obama has a book, The Audacity of Hope, right? So I just think those things are important. I want to advocate for those things. Because one time at, the, I call it the Church for Sad People, you know, one time the minister, and this is like a straight, white, cisgender dude who makes pretty good money as a preacher because he keeps saying how much he makes. And one time he was like, ugh, I'm not going to preach about joy. Like, ugh. And, like, honestly, I found that to be a little offensive because it's like, but, like, can't we be happy about something? <laughs> like, <laughs> can I be happy about a good cup of coffee or flowers being pretty or the sun being, you know, sunshine? Like, can I be happy about something? And the other thing about this church, not throwing shade because I don't want to keep harping on this. But part of it, too, because it was started by straight people, technically, technically it was gay affirming, but it was started by straight people. It was ran by straight people. Part of it is like I didn't feel comfortable as like a queer lady. You know, I didn't feel comfortable talking. It, sometimes the vibe felt like, tell us, tell us LGBTQ people, tell us how sad it is to be LGBTQ. And that would piss me off because it's like I don't want to tap dance sadness for straight people so that they can like weirdly get off on it. Like, but it was just one big sadness circle jerk. <laughs> okay. It was odd. It, I didn't like the psychology of it. I, it, like, it pissed me off. It made me like angrily want to be joyful, uh, just despite like, the weird vibe from the straight people. All here's what I, I'm sorry. Is it churches are weird? They're weird. Okay, they're, they're just weird places. They can be culty in their own little ways and blah blah blah. Um, but it's just like yeah, like 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 like, like the, the the just cue the sad violins. Like why are we always talking about sadness? Anyway, I I moved on from that church, which was really really great, but 
it made me feel really protective of LGBTQ people because it's like, I don't know. It made me feel uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> so, and as far as like sadness stuff, like for sure I honor sadness. Like, uh, I, I like Morrissey. I like the Smiths. I like Radiohead. I, what else do I like? That's, oh, I like, uh, I have a t-shirt. It's, um, sadness from inside out giving Eeyore a hug. And it says like friends help each other get through the gloomiest of days. And it's a, the t-shirt, the color of the shirt is blue. So like, so yeah, like I totally like honor, uh, yeah, like I honor sadness. I just like, why can't I be happy sometimes? <laughs> Especially at 40 years old. Um, I don't know. Why can't I think some stuff's good? <laughs> because I know there's some, that some stuff is bad. I know there's bad stuff in the world. Like, don't try to come at me saying life is hard. I know it's hard. I have textbook trauma so that I don't feel comfortable talking about on a podcast. So, and I'm also not going to be your trauma porn. I'm not fucking doing that either. So, so anyway, that's why in that video, uh, a couple of years ago, like, I, I, I just, I think I ever, I said the word Eeyore. He's a very adorable donkey from Winnie the Pooh. You know, so the first thing I want to say to LGBTQ people, of course it's okay to feel sad. Of course it's okay to be angry about stuff. And like, yeah, okay, so this is, of course, and it can be hard to be LGBTQ. Like, for sure, like, um, off the top of my head, to give examples, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but yeah, I know I could name at least four or five LGBTQ people I know, that's at least four or five, who I know have endeared, endured, <laughs> I'm not saying it right, but who have endured, um, you know, physical violence because they're LGBTQ, like, gay guys, um, lesbians, bisexuals, who, who have, or transgendered, but I know people who've dealt with, they, they, they had to deal with phys physical violence because they're LGBTQ. And that fucking sucks. That sucks. So, so I am protective of my people, the LGBTQ people. Anyway, um, I don't want to go into detail. I don't feel like it, but because I don't like being someone's trauma porn. I don't like it. Okay. But for sure, like I know it's harder and then, um, or it's tough. And then on Facebook, I'm on some support groups for LGBTQ people, uh, or yeah, queer women. And then I, I grew up around black culture. I grew up in, um, small town Virginia, where it's like 48% African American and like, uh, the rest, you know, white people. And so I, I just have a familiarity with black culture. So the reason I say that is because like I've joined some uh, Facebook groups for queer women and sometimes they're predominantly women of color or African-American women. And then I just keep a low profile. I'm just there to listen and that kind of thing. But like sometimes some of their experiences, I relate to them anyway. So on one of the groups recently, maybe a couple weeks ago, uh, a african-american woman on one of the groups she was just saying she was having a tough day because yo life is hard and she was like oh i can't take it anymore i can't take it anymore not she wasn't like gonna hurt herself but she's like oh i can't take it anymore it's hard to be gay i can't take this shit anymore la 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 and it was a very heartfelt post and then a group of us my i felt compelled to say something loving and supportive so i said hey listen listen i'm not gonna lie to you 
it's easier and it's not a trauma competition i don't like that either like i believe in empathy towards everybody always right but i said you know i'm not gonna lie to you from what i can see it's easier to be straight than it is to be lgbtq um because straight people are the majority but also no shade lots of love to straight people but but to her, I was like, yo, it, it is easier to be straight than it is to, LB, to be LGBTQ. Like, because we're like, based on, we're like 8% of the, comp- we're, we're, we're a sexual minority. That's what we're called in Virginia. So where I'm from. Okay. So for LGBTQ people, like, uh, anyway, I said to her, look, like it is, it is easier to be straight than it is to be LGBTQ. Like, that's just a fact. And I said, but you know what? Keep the faith. Like everything's going to be okay. You're going to find your person. And, you know, I, I did prayer hands and you're going to be okay. And she's like, and then everyone kept saying really nice things to her. And then, and then, uh, lots of love and support to her. And she felt better. Every comment, she's like, thank you. I just needed to hear that. So, um, for sure. And for sure it's tough, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, so I want to completely a thousand percent acknowledge that. Like, I know it is like, I know it is, you know? And then, uh, so uh, I don't know if I mentioned this yet because it's super late on a Friday night. But okay, so Fortune Feimster, one of my favorite comedians, she had a special on Netflix called um, "It's Called Good Fortune," and it's really funny, and I totally recommend it. And she was mentioning like, "Oh, I try to be optimistic, I do," and then she told how on Instagram she had to deal with some homophobia and that really sucks. And I totally recommend the special. But I think it was her 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 um her special, which is really, really good, is what made me feel compelled to do this podcast. And I'll I'll I think I'll go ahead and do the YouTube video as well, just so so I can a little bit counterbalance um what I said in the YouTube video a couple of years ago where I was really really championing joyful and optimism but that's because i was kind of reacting to the sort of weird church i was going to i don't go there anymore because i I felt it just wasn't good for my mental health okay um what's my point (laughs) it's late (laughs) okay 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 um yeah uh, okay so to lgbtq people like yeah it's okay to be angry it's okay to be sad of course it is because it's a tough gig you know oh i know too fortune beamster she made a joke about how queer women or or lesbian queer bisexual how we've been like we've (laughs) we've been like uh she's talking about how a lot that's true like there's one you know queer lady bar in san francisco called the lexington and that went that went out of business because you know capitalism like i get it and it's it's this the location's still there but it's been turned into a straight bar and of course like it's get i mean it's making more money and blah 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 capitalism so and me when i walk by it in the mission like and i didn't always have time to go to that bar because i don't live i live in oakland not san francisco so i tried to support it as much as i could but it's like you know what i'm saying and anyway but I know uh, whenever queer or, you know, queer women and whenever we walk by it and all those happy street people enjoying the bar, which is great. Of course, that's awesome. But we're like, man, our bar got gentrified. <laughs> that's what my friend said. I was like, I know, I know. It's, and they were like, we're not, it's like, she's like, I refuse to go there. I'll go to any other bar but there. And I was like, yeah, I know. Like, and it's doing better because I get it, capitalism and straight people are the majority. So, 
But anyway, uh, yeah, we lost the Lexington a couple of years ago. That sucks. But I mean, I, I understand why we lost it. Blah, blah, blah. I understand how math works. But, you know, it, you know, it just, whatever. It just sucks. And then, um, uh, but Fortune Feimster made a joke. She was saying how queer women have been resorted to parking lots. <laughs> okay, that's the other thing is like, I know, like, I might be doing this maudlin thing where I'm feeling sorry for myself, where I talk about the apps, the dating apps. They're not that bad and blah, 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 blah. Like I said, I'm hoping to get a date with a certain woman. Anyway, but uh, <clears throat> I think I'm working on it. But, okay. Uh, okay, so, uh, let's see. But I'm currently single, so uh, <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Okay, so I'm holding out-ish, kind of, in a healthy way. Okay. So, um, because so, sometimes I'm, the apps aren't that bad. They're really not. And the LGBTQ community is huge in the Bay Area. It is. Um, because sometimes it's a hot mess. <laughs> but it's my hot mess. It's my community. And I love it with all my heart. Uh, man, we're messy sometimes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, my point. Oh, right. Yeah. Fortune Feimster. She was, that was a funny joke when she said, Queer women have been <laughs> resorted to parking lots. That was such a funny joke. We lost a lot of our bars. Okay. Capitalism. Okay. So, um, okay. So, so that is to say, I just wanted to explain, like, finally, I want to say that, of course, it's okay to be sad. Of course, of course, it's okay to be angry. Like, of course, like, legit, like, empathy. Like, I've been there. I've been there. Um, but I didn't start doing the, like, the social, like, the, the social media thing. I didn't start, like, uh, getting into it, like, you know, um, uh, I, I don't know, where I started taking it sort of seriously. I started doing that a, a year or two ago. So, by the time I started doing social media, where I'm using it to try to, like, have a film career and all that kind of stuff, by the time I started doing that, um, I was in my late 30s, now I'm 40, so, like, I've mellowed out. Do I still feel angry? Sure, but I guess it's a more mature version of angry. Uh, anger, like, I get angry that there's a statute of limitations in California. I don't think there should be one at all. I get angry that poverty still exists on planet Earth. Uh, I don't know. I get angry for more uh, grown-up reasons, I guess then I, I don't know. I guess you just kind of, you do evolve and grow and mellow out type of thing. Um, I was going to make a joke about weed, marijuana. <laughs> the joke was, plus I smoke weed. No. Okay. So, but let's move on. Okay. So, but, um, uh, okay. So, so yeah, like it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. That's what I'm saying to the LGBTQ community. It is. It's just, I, I would, First thing I want to say is don't be sad and angry in front of a certain kind of straight people because they kind of weirdly get off on it. <laughs> kind of metaphorically, like it's like sadness kink. I made that up. I don't know if that's a thing, but it's just like I don't want to be a straight person's sadness kink. Uh, I, that's weird to me. And then um, and I kind of made that up, but you know what I'm saying? And then uh I don't understand getting off on people's sadness, like, in a fetishy way. I don't know, whatever. I don't get that. Like, um, like I'm not sadistic, I guess. Like, I or, I don't know. I, I want everyone to feel empowered and loved. That's what I want. Especially LGBTQ people. I want LGBTQ people to feel empowered and loved. That's really important to me. 
as a fellow, you know, a pretty much gay person. So, okay. Um, the other thing I want to say behind my whole social media presence, um, and of course, like, uh, of course, like, I want to tell stories that are universe, universal. Of course, I love straight people. Of course, I love everybody. Um, but I want to say, like, I think it's important to find a balance. So I think, like, um, <laughs> it's important to have healthy expressions of sexuality, whatever that is for you, because I'm living in San Francisco and it's a little kinky. I was going to make a joke. Like, for some of you, you know, healthy expressions of sexuality is group sex. God bless you. <laughs> I'm being stupid. Okay. But also some of you, whatever that is for you, whatever a healthy expression of sexuality is for you, like, uh, I yeah, like, that's important. It just is important for, and then there's people who are ace and asexual and blah, 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 blah. But, um, yeah, like, whatever healthy expression of sexuality is to you, like, do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But what I also want to say to the LGBTQ community, and I love you with all my heart, and, like, trust me, I love you with all my heart as a fellow uh, pretty much gay person. What I want to say to the LGBTQ community, yes like have healthy expressions of sexuality whatever that is for you god bless you but also I, I would love for the lgbtq community as well to have healthy expressions of spirituality as well whatever that is for you as well you know what i'm saying like no pressure but it's just like i, I want you i want you to feel loved and cared for and i want you to know that you are a gift you're a gift from god in my opinion uh you're whatever desire you have in your life that's a gift from god and please understand that you're loved and you're amazing and you're awesome and i would love to see you if you want to totally up to you to have healthy expressions of spirituality whatever that is for you like if that's meditating once a week going hiking once a week or it could be like if you want to go to an lgbtq affirming there's like the east bay meditation there's a meditation center here there's like I said, there's a, a really good LGBTQ affirming synagogue a couple blocks from my house. There's like tons of LGBTQ uh, affirming churches. Like uh, I would recommend Grace Cathedral in San Francisco, City of Refuge in Oakland. It's predominantly um, African-American LGBTQ people, but of course everyone's welcome. Uh, and that was started by LGBTQ people. I think that's important. And then the other one I would recommend is uh, Lakeshore Avenue Baptist Church, also LGBTQ. But I guess what I'm just trying to say, whoever you are, whatever, or tarot cards, I kind of just, I just want to make sure you can be sad. You can be angry to all LGBTQ people. I just want to also see you personally feel some joy in life. Like, I want you living your best life. I do. And um, I want to see lots of abundance and love for you. And that's important to me. So, uh, you know, and like, you know, that's what that's that's what I'm dedicating my life to. And I just hope like uh, I, there's a book, uh, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And she talks she she recommends something called Morning Pages. I really liked it. I've been doing it for about a year or two. Uh, I don't do it every day, but I do it on the regular. But like journaling is really good for your mental health. And and you don't even have to write anything interesting. It's just like, that's what she says. Like, so morning pages are in the morning. It's three form of just free range journaling. And she, the biggest thing that she says you can do that I really like this 
is like you can piss and moan and i was like yes you can complain you can be like fuck this fuck that i'm angry fuck this shit like you can be mad for three pages she's like get it out of your system and that's what i liked about morning that's like i finally had a designated healthy place where i can just be pissed off about stuff you know um so that's where you can you can totally be angry and sad and all that kind of stuff and put it in your art, put it in your art, man. And then my favorite author, Stephen Pressfield, says if you're a writer, like you want to be miserable, that's where the good writing comes from. <laughs> and I've always, I've been told I'm a really good writer. So he said it as a joke, but he's like, you want the misery if you're a writer because you want to make you want to write good stuff uh, for sure. But <laughs> it was funny when he said that he was being. But anyway, I've been told I'm a really good writer. Okay, but um, so that's what the writing. Um, okay, right. So like, yeah, like that's where you can piss and moan and be angry and sad. But then I would say at the at night when you're about to go to sleep, uh, I would say I know this is annoying, maybe, but have a gratitude journal where and Oprah Winfrey who's super LGBTQ friendly. Her spiritual advisor is a gay lady who wrote a book on integrity. I forget her name, but something, something integrity. <laughs> okay. If you Google Oprah Winfrey integrity book, you'll probably get the book. Okay. But anyway, um, you know, Oprah Winfrey's been doing a gratitude journal for years. So at the end of the night, you know, there's gotta be five things you can be grateful for. Like sunshine, and puppies, and tea, and just something, you know what I mean, because, like, life is, I'm gonna say this, like, life is worth living, or rainbows, or, I don't know, basketball, just, life is worth living, and, um, so, I, uh, there are good things in the world, there's good things in life, and, uh, God has you here, I'm gonna say the word God, that works for me, because I'm, I grew up Baptist, but, God wants you here for a reason, right? So if I'm using the example of the comedy special, Good Fortune by Fortune Feimster, that comedy special was funny. <laughs> it was so funny. So she's bringing joy to people's lives uh, through the comedy special. So you're here for a reason. Whoever you are, you're here for a reason. You're here to uh, spread your gifts, whatever that is, to provide catharsis and empathy um, you know, uh, to help people heal their pain, uh, cause we're all in pain. We're all hurting. Uh, the entire human race is hurting. Um, so we got to help each other out and make things as awesome for each other as we can. So, uh, you're here for a reason and I want you to stay here. And if you're LGBTQ and if you're straight, uh, straight people, you're called allies. <laughs> And the LGBTQ, you're the A's, allies, although A might mean A sometimes, but okay. But anyway, the point is, like, if you're LGBTQ, um, yeah, I, I really want you to fight for your happiness and your joy, and um, I want you guys to feel, uh, or I want you folks to feel happy for at least five minutes a day. I don't know. I want you to fight for your happiness, because I want you to be happy and abundant and blessed and loved and awesome. So, yeah. Oh, that was short and sweet. That was only 30 minutes because I can blabble. I can blabber <laughs> a lot on these podcasts. Okay. So that's just what I want to say um, that, yeah, it's okay to, especially LGBTQ people, it's okay to be be sad. 
um, and angry, you have valid reasons to be angry and sad. And, and if you got to work through that stuff, yeah, work for it. Work through that stuff. Get through it. But please, please, please find a place. Um, and I have, I literally have a couple of YouTube uh, videos where I give tactics on how to feel joyful and happy if that's what you're looking for. And it, it's legit tactics to, to help you out. Okay. Just remember that it's okay to feel joy too. Uh, to LGBTQ people and A's as in allies to any straight people listening. Okay. Okay. So that was my message. I'm going to give a quick, quick up, uh, updates. This is just personal updates. Okay. So I had a good Thanksgiving that happened. Uh, I did a Friendsgiving with my buddy and we're just buddies, (laughs) not romantic, but she's great. We're buddies. And, um, she made, she, she's from Maryland. Her family's from Vietnam, so she made a really delicious Vietnamese food called pho uh, and then imperial rolls. It was so freaking good. I brought, you know, American food. (laughs) I brought turkey bacon because I was like, well, we got to have turkey (laughs) because it's Thanksgiving. So I got turkey bacon and it was $3 at the grocery store and she really liked the turkey bacon. She's like, how'd you make it? I was like, I just put it in a pan with olive oil. That's all I did. And she really liked the turkey bacon. And then I made um, Brussels sprouts. And then I made this potato thing. I just sliced potatoes, uh, olive oil, salt and pepper. And I put some cheese and maybe some hot sauce. She really liked that stuff too. So it was, it, it, oh, I had Fireball for the first time. It is uh, whiskey. It's cinnamon whiskey. It was Fireball with, um, with uh, eggnog. It was really, really good. It was so good. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, I've never had Fireball before. It was so good. Okay. And so it was a great Thanksgiving. I had a great Thanksgiving. It was so much fun uh, hanging out with my buddy. Okay, and then, um, uh, let's see, what else? Oh, so then what happened, like, a couple days later, it was, like, Friday. No, it was literally Friday. Friday? Yep. So Friday, Friday, uh, same buddy. My buddy calls me. She's like, oh, I hurt my toe. I was like, dang. And she's like, hey, can you drive me to the to the emergency room? I was like, Totally. So I had a, I took an Uber to her place. She's super close to my house, which is nice. So I, I, uh, I went to her place and this, she has this really nice, pretty clock and it just kind of fell on her toe and her toe was bleeding. And she's like, I just want to make sure. And I looked at it. It did look kind of gnarly. I was like, yeah, I think just in case, you know, so I have a driver's license. I used her car, I drove her to the ER and then they're like, oh, you can't say it's full, you know, as far as I couldn't stay. So, oh, right, because what happened was Friday night, uh, yeah, it was Friday night, I was using my space heater, and uh, because the space heater, like, heats up the apartment really fast, so I was using my space heater for, like, 10 minutes, like, anyway, and the electricity blew out, you know, like, it blew a fuse or something, I was like, dang it, but right when it blew out, so that was actually, oh, yeah, it blew out on a Friday, okay, anyway. It blew out on a Friday, and it was Saturday night that my buddy called me. So my buddy was like, yo, like, I was like, man, my electricity blew out, but it's, like, holiday weekend. They probably can't fix it till, you know, weekdays. That's when my buddy was like, oh, can you drive me to the hospital? I hurt my toe, la, la. So I, yeah, I drove her to the hospital. She's like, yo, you can just chill at my place. I've got electricity. I was like, yes. So, because my place didn't have electricity. It was Saturday, yeah. So I went to her place. I just waited and that was awesome. I, I had more, uh, I had more fireball. 
oh responsibly because she was at the yard for like a couple hours so I just had like one fireball drink with eggnog by the time she called me to pick her up like yeah yeah I was yeah okay but anyway um so I got to I watched the Netflix series Wednesday it was really good anyway I got to chill at her house and then I picked her up by the time I picked her up like it was really late so she's like oh you can just crash so I crashed on the couch and then the next morning she treated me to breakfast and Mama's Royal Cafe. If you're ever in Oakland, California, there's a really great restaurant called Mama's Royal Cafe. Really good food. And she treated me to breakfast. It was really nice of her. Um, but yeah, uh, so I was out of electricity until like Wednesday. So I was out of electricity Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday for five days. It wasn't that big of a deal. Like it wasn't that bad. Saturday, I was at my buddy's place, and then Sunday, so anyway, I was writing screenplays with pen and paper <laughs> and a flashlight, and so I didn't have any electricity, so um, I just lit candles, like, it was fine, it was, it was not a big deal, and because my, my, my heater is gas and my stove is gas, so I still had food, I still had heat. Wednesday, I finally came back on, I was like, hallelujah, okay, and then, um, Let's see, what else? Uh, oh, that was the biggest thing. Yeah, that's it. So that was just like, I was kind of like out of commission for a minute on like uh, social media, that kind of thing. All right. So yeah, so now it's Friday night. I want y'all to have a great weekend. Y'all are amazing. Um, my website is www.juliekerrstudios.com. Uh, you can totally join my email list. If you join my email list, you get uh, a free mini course. Uh, creative productivity is what it's called. It helps you uh, finish your creative projects faster um, because I did finish a feature film. It's available on my website. There's also like t-shirts, all that kind of stuff. Uh, like I said, if you join my email list, you get discounts and all the good stuff. So totally check out my website. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Y'all are amazing. Uh, remember uh lgbtq community i love you so much i'm i'm a, i'm a member myself and uh please be good to yourself um just know that you're deeply deeply loved um and you matter and let yourself feel joy um and i i it is my belief that there's a lot of tough things in the world but i do believe god the universe etc deeply loves you and hey, if I'm the only one who's going to say this to you today, um, I love you. I care about you. Um, some of you, I don't know you. My friends and family, I know you. <laughs> but any strangers, you know, I don't know you. But, you know, on a humanitarian, cosmic level, I do love you. So um, please, um, please be good to yourself. And um, thanks so much for listening. Until next time, I'm Julie Kerr, writer and director of the Indie Nerdy Comic People's Punk. Love you all so much. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.